Did you inherit $1 million from your grandparent, or are you about to become wealthy from someone else's hard work? If you say yes to these questions, this show is not for you. You, the hardworking, committed, and ambitious professional who have a 9-to-5 corporate job or a 12-hour shift worker keeping the assembly line running. Perhaps you run your gig as a freelancer, or maybe you run a small business. You are in the right place. Welcome to the Career Evangelist Podcast, where you get your weekly tips, ideas, strategies, and inspiration to find purpose in what you do so you can build a career you are passionate about and live a fulfilled life. Here is your host, Bola Alabi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Career Evangelist Podcast. I'm your host, Bola Halabi. Today, it's an awesome episode because I have an awesome guest with us. We have Eddie Rodriguez uh, with us. Eddie is a franchise uh, master. He's certified uh, as a franchise owner. He is the founder and CEO of the Franchise Taylor. Eddie has worked with hundreds of people looking to build financial independence and freedom, building real wealth. So if you are looking to be the boss, rather than making money for the boss, you are going to want to listen to this show. So without keeping you guys waiting any further, I'm going to bring in my guest, Eddie. Hey, Eddie, what's going on? How are you? Hi, Bola. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. It's awesome to have you on the show and thank you for, you know, coming to to us today to share your wealth of experience. I see you've been doing this for 30, 40 years. Is that right? Yes, it is. I sometimes marvel. I look in the mirror and I go, wow, I've been doing this a long time. But as I told you earlier, as you can see from my gray hairs, I have been doing it for a long time. I started my first business when I was just 29 years old. Oh, wow. I've never, never looked back. I like being in charge of my own destiny. I like being the boss. I like being, uh, building wealth and equity. Um, and I, I really enjoy the spirit and enthusiasm that business ownership can bring to people. There's nothing like waking up in the morning to go build your business not help build somebody else's. So I love what I do on my whiteboard in my office. There's a little thing that I look at every morning before I start to work. And it says, try to help someone today find their best next life and um, through business ownership. So, you know, it's it's been a, a wonderful ride for all these years to to own and build my own businesses. And now I get to help people identify ones that that might bring them the same joy that I've had all these years. And you have come to the right place, uh, Hedy, because here I also want to help people. You touched on several things. You said you love what you do. I like that. You said uh, you want to control your own destiny. That is great. You also said that uh, you want to be your own boss. And I know that many of my listeners, they want to be their own boss. They want to control their destiny. And they also may be interested in building wealth. I shouldn't say may, 
because many people out there, they want to build wealth so that they can control their time. So tell us, Eddie, how do you start uh, on that journey of building wealth? Or maybe I should ask it this way. What is it about business or entrepreneurship that appeals to you? And why did you choose this path as how you want to build your own wealth? Yeah, good question, Bola. Um, as a franchise, as a certified franchise consultant, one of the things that I studied many, many years ago before I, I'm doing what I'm doing now is I found franchise ownership to be very interesting. It's uniquely different to just starting your own business from scratch. When we start our own business from scratch, it's just mainly an idea that we feel strongly about, right? Right. But we have to do every. We have to do everything, and that business is not just just validated. We we don't know if the customer is going to respond yes. The difference, the main difference between exploring franchise ownership and startup entrepreneurial ownership is franchises have already been created, established, and validated. What does that mean? Validated means there's other owners already operating that franchise that as you're exploring the opportunity, you can call and, for example, ask, hey, Bola, how's the experience been for you? Would you invest in this franchise again? Does the company support you? That's the other reason that franchises are uniquely different. Franchise ownership comes with support. Not only is the business already established and validated, but it comes with tremendous support, marketing support, technology support, operating support. I often like to say you own your own business in your market, but you're not on your own. Uh -huh. You have a corporate entity there to support you. So it's a smoother transition for people that have used to work in corporate, um, you know, where they, they work for somebody. So they dream of owning a business, but either they don't know what or how. Franchises train you on the how. So you invest in a franchise, you bring it back to your market to build your business in your market, but there's an entity there that will help support you to give you a better chance to succeed. That's the primary difference between franchise ownership and you and I starting our own coffee shop, you know, okay. somewhere. Okay. No, I completely uh, agree. If you are starting out on your home, you bear much more risk uh, because of the so many uncertainties about uh, starting a business. And, and you are completely right. You said franchise, one of the reasons why it's very good is that it's been created, it's been established, and it has been already validated. So if for people out there that want to go into franchising, uh, they are going into a business that has already been proven, at least um, most, most of them are successful. Now, let me ask, you are a certified franchise consultant, right? What do you do? Let's say today I want to go into a franchise business. Maybe right now I don't know the type of business. Is it retail? Is it Subway? You know, is it uh, maybe uh, ownership? Any franchise business for that matter. If I come to you as a consultant, what would you do for me? I go very slowly, Bola. I try to get to know you. What okay. drives you? Okay. What are your goals, short-term and long-term? What are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. I place many people 
and new franchise ownership opportunities that have nothing to do with their resumes, what they've done in the past. What I try to do is how do I identify the skill set that you have to channel your experience and also very important, your passion. Because I truly believe after creating and building four businesses in my lifetime, that what truly matters is when you wake up in the morning, if you are truly excited about making your business work, that's nine tenths of the game right there because you're gonna work really hard to succeed. You, you refuse to fail, so to speak. So to answer your question, I do a lot of, of question asking. I get to know you or my clients deeply. What do you wanna do next? What do you not wanna do? Tell me about your life passions, art, sports, education, healthcare, whatever drives you. And then I ask people about goals. What are your short and long-term goals? Is this a legacy business that you wanna leave for your kids? Is it just for yourself? Do you have an end strategy, an exit strategy? So what I do is I spend a lot of time with clients deeply trying to understand where they are today, but more importantly, where they want to be two years from now, five years from now. And that's when I go into a portfolio of over 500 franchise brands to select maybe four or five that I think checks off all your criteria. And then I introduce you to those opportunities. Oh, that helped answer your question. Absolutely. And I like the way you put it. Uh, you are not just into hey, people coming to you and just, oh, okay, just go and start this. You want to get to know them and you want to help them so that they can be positioned for success. And I think from that questioning or interrogation or whatever you want to call it, that is helping people to set the right foundation. Because I believe with the right foundation, people can you know uh, build uh, a successful business if they have the right foundation. So that is good. You said you like to know about the skill set, the passion, and what excites uh, people. And I think that is completely uh, important. Now, uh, let me ask. You, you, as a consultant, yes, I know people will come to you. What is the difference between coming to you and you know maybe me going directly to these companies that I want to franchise with, uh, going to their website, submitting application. Why do I have to come to you, Eddie? I always recommend, Bola, to people, whether it's me or other certified franchise professionals, um, we have a wealth of experience and knowledge. If you Google the word franchise, it might give you a migraine headache. It is an enormous industry. And if you don't know what you're looking for, if you really don't know what you're looking for, I've seen many people make big mistakes doing it the way you do. Um, and I've always told people like our office is compensated when I work diligently, I spend a lot of time, the comprehensive service, my clients never pay me. So why wouldn't you want the expertise of someone like me to help guide you. I'm also a Forbes Coaches Council member, so I'm an advisor. Why wouldn't you want to use the, the the expert services of somebody? I've been a franchisee. I've owned franchises. I've done it. 
I've built businesses. I know the industry inside and out. Our portfolio has over 500 opportunities. If I can help you understand which ones might be good options for you to consider, you don't need to work through me or anybody. You can Google franchising. You can go to entrepreneur.com and, and do your own you know, research for sure. It's daunting. The franchise industry in America is huge. And if you Google, I don't know, healthcare franchises, there are hundreds of them. Which ones might be the best one? And which ones might be the best one for you, your goals, your market, your investment criteria, your exits? There are a lot of details that certified franchise experts like myself um, disseminate from their clients so that when we bring you the opportunities, they'll make sense to you on, on all the criteria that the client shares with me. But the, the real answer is you don't need to. You can do it on your own. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I totally um, appreciate uh, your comment there. For, for me personally, I've come to realize that in this life, if you want to achieve any great things, you need experts. You need people that have done it. By the way, Isaac Newton said, uh, I can see very far because I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. And to me, uh, whether people are considering uh, mentors or business coach, leaning up people that have done certain things, uh, tapping into their knowledge is the best way to go forward. And absolutely, I, I like uh, the way uh, you responded uh, right there. So um, what are some companies uh, that are in your portfolios? Maybe you can give us one or two examples. I know you said you have about 500. What are some typical? Oh my gosh, there's so many. There's really good ones in any industry that you can imagine, whether it's construction or wellness. We represent the highest rated CBD wellness company in the country right now. CBD industry is one of the fastest growing industries in America. People have realized that taking opioids and heavy drugs are not healthy. They're temporary fixes. But if you can get on board with a healthier regimen of more natural things to make you feel better, but they exist and I we represent great healthy food options in the quick service market, great construction related, you know, franchise brands. Um, of the 548 in our portfolio, it's very hard, Bola, for me to pick one or two. I have some favorites, you know, I'll, I'll throw one out that I love called Fibermune, if people mm -hmm. want to check it out on their own. Yeah. Uh, we've become friends. I've placed many people there. They're experts and have trademarks in repairing and restoring anything made with leather, plastic, or vinyl. So think of furniture, Marines, car dealerships, the revenue streams with Fibermew are endless. So that gives you one specific example, but it truly more depends on, I send a questionnaire to my clients and I ask you, Bola, rank one to five, industries that you don't wanna be in, five, yes, and then slowly but surely, we get to a point where we understand which ones might be the best one for you to consider. Okay, no, that's good. Uh, thank you for sharing that. 
Uh, in your experience, what are some mistakes that you've seen people make uh, when they want to go into a franchise business? Oh, wow. I don't think we have enough time in this. <laughs> I've seen so many, Bola, including a cousin of mine, a family member who knew that I'm an expert and never called me. He invested uh, in a franchise because his daughter used to go to this frozen yogurt place after school all the time. So he figured it had to be very successful. Mm -hmm. He did not do his proper due diligence. Fast forward, he lost over $400,000 of his wow. investment. Um, he's a perfect example of why I would recommend to anyone listening to your great show, doesn't have to be me. Really research experienced, certified franchise consultants to help you because everyone, whether you have $10,000 in the bank or $10 million in the bank, it's hard to earn money. And you, you want to make sure that before you invest $1 of that hard-earned money, that you know what you're looking at mm -hmm. critically. So that's an example that I'll never forget because he's a family member of mine that just went, oh, my daughter loves this frozen yogurt. Her friends go every day after school. That should be great. And boom, he d went directly to the company, talked to them a number of times, blocked four territories in his market. So sizable investment, the build out to this, and it did not work out for a lot of reasons. But there are many reasons that any kind of business ownership don't work out. But if you start a new business in today's market, only 17, 17% of those are still open two years later. Over 80% of franchise businesses are open still eight to 15 years after you open them. So your chances, your odds, if you look at Las Vegas, of succeeding <laughs> franchises are far greater than if you and I started something new. Oh, this is good. I'm sure many people listening to us right now they will be thinking that, oh, I want to start this franchise business. How do they approach you? What, what would be uh, the best way to reach out to you so that they can connect and see? Maybe you can walk us through your process. Uh, sure. You'll start by questioning and getting to know me or the person, but what are the process um, for uh, onboarding people? Uh, yeah. Any Anyone that wants to reach out to me, I always say, send me an email, eddie, E-D-D-I-E, at the franchise tailor. Tailor, like somebody you go to tailor your suit. So <laughs> eddie at thefranchisetailor.com. And I immediately respond. We schedule an introductory call. I always call it the first date call, getting to know each other. Right. Um, and, and, and then the process really begins then, Bola the questionnaire. I do a 45 to 60 minute consultation call with the clients to really ask a lot of probing questions to get to understand what might be a good fit for them, what might be right for their goals and their passions. Um, so it's a process. It's methodical. I'm slow. Anyone that wants something overnight, they shouldn't call me. That's not how I work. I'm very methodical getting to know people. I take what I do very seriously. Um, and I've, I've done it. So I understand the importance of clearly understanding what might be right for somebody, um, including the territory they live in. There's certain markets in America and around the world 
where something might work really good in Paris might not in Lisbon, Portugal, something that's really good in Miami, Florida, where I live, might not be that great in Syracuse, New York. So there are so many nuances and factors, but the easiest way, send me an email. I will immediately contact you. Our office gets paid only if I introduce you to somebody that you fall in love with and you decide to move forward with that franchise, then the franchise company pays our office a referral fee for introducing you to them. No, that is good. Do you work with people outside of the U.S. or this is only in the U.S.? I do. I work. I've become in the industry like a visa expert. I work with a lot of clients around the world, actually, that want to come, for example, to America legally. And the U.S. consulates love for people to invest in franchises because That's they feel right. number one. Yeah, there's skin in the game. So mm -hmm. you invest, you invest in America. Then you open your business. You have to employ people. You have to pay taxes. And what they love about franchises, franchises are all registered with the federal government. It's not like investing in a piece of land. Because right. the, the, the federal government goes, well, wait a second, you want to buy your visa. Right. If you invest in a franchise, they, they look it up and it becomes a, a safer path for a lot of people that I worked with over the years to actually get their legal visa, whether it's E2, E1, um, EB5, there's a lot of different types of visas. I don't want to get into all the details, but the answer to your question is yes, I work with a lot of people. from a No, lot that of was good. I like that. I, I have uh, about 20% of my listeners outside of the US and I know some of them, uh, majority of them, as a matter of fact, they, they would love to know how to invest uh, here in the U.S. And franchising uh, uh, happens to be one of uh, the many opportunities uh, that they can take. So thank you very much, Eddie, for sharing that with us. Now, let's talk about the costs. Um, obviously, there will be some associated costs and fees uh, that will be involved in uh, starting uh, a franchise uh, business. I want you to share with us, Eddie, what are some typical uh, cost that people should expect to pay when they want to go into uh, a franchise business? Good question. Each, each franchise business is unique. So they're all costs are different. But in general, as a general rule of thumb, there's two costs associated with a franchise. Number one is the franchise fee. Franchise fees generally one run one-time fee between 40 to 60,000 US dollars, okay? That franchise fees was, grants you the exclusive right to operate that brand and you get all its intellectual property and all the support. So you basically are their partner at this point, right? That's the franchise fee. That's what grants you that. All their experience, their support, et cetera. So now they want you to train with them. You have to come to Miami or Atlanta or wherever where the company's headquartered and they do what's called an onboarding training and they'll ask you, Bola, when do you want to launch your new business, right? So then when you launch your new business, like any business, there's operating costs. On the low side, a typical 12-month investment for a franchise, on the low side, anywhere between ninety dollars to $130,000 US. We have franchises in the portfolio that run well over $3 million. So one of the questions that I ask my clients is, I want to be respectful what is your investment comfort range? If the perfect opportunity came from me or anybody else, someone knocked on your door 
and went, Bola, I have a great opportunity for you. What could or would you be willing to invest in that great opportunity? And then I focus on that for my clients. But on the low side, more or less $100,000. On the high side, well into the millions. Okay. No, that that's good. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I think we've been talking about all the good uh, side of franchising. Um, obviously, there's going to be some uh, disadvantages. I know I, I like the statistics that you gave uh, uh, when we started this conversation about uh, the chances of a business succeeding after two years. And there is no dispute about that. Uh, many businesses that started three or so years ago, maybe only 20% of them still exist today. I think you, you are correct to say that for a franchise business, on the other hand, there's a high chance of succeeding. Uh, I think that is uh, true. That's a true statement. Now, what are some, some of the things that people consider when they want to go into a franchise business is that they are going to have to be paying the franchise owner uh, for the life of their business. And some people may see this as, hey, why am I going to have to pay for the rest of my owning this business? Uh, what are in your opinion, what are the downside of going into a franchise business? Yeah, that's an excellent question, Bola. Number one, there's risk in any kind of entrepreneurial uh, experience. Yeah. So I, I don't want to mislead any of your guests. There are risks in any own business ownership opportunities. The reason one of the operating costs associated with franchise ownership is a royalty, a royalty based on your gross revenues. But that royalty that you pay for comes with benefits. What is it? The royalty pays for the franchise to provide you technology support, marketing support, operating support. So those royalties, you get something for. You're not just cutting the franchise a check and getting nothing back. Because if anyone that starts a new business, you're going to have to invest in marketing. You're going to have to invest in technology. So you're still paying for it. With the franchise company, because they have that already established, you pay a royalty based on sales, but you're getting you're getting support, you're getting value back for that royalty. That being said, a lot of people think that franchise ownership, yes, has a greater chance of succeeding. But when you get back to your market, you have to work hard. People think that you turn on a light switch when you uh, open a franchise and boom, millions of dollars are going to be coming in. Wrong. You have to work hard. You have to work smart. You have to follow a system. Like one of the things that people should think about before investing in a franchise is you can't do everything exactly as you want. You have to follow a certain system. And, and that's one of the most important reasons to invest in a franchise for you to go, okay, they've already done this. They know how to run this. I'm going to follow their system. Those that go back to their market and don't follow the system and do everything on their own, not a good idea. They probably will fail. So to be honest with your guests, you have to work hard. You have to follow the systems. And yes, you do have to pay a monthly royalty for the life of your franchise agreement, but you do get some value for that. Absolutely. Work hard, follow the system. And that is very, very important. So Eddie, as we are uh, wrapping up uh, this conversation, um, can you share some of, and I think maybe you've touched on that uh, by follow, uh, maybe by referencing the need 
to follow the system. What are some best practices uh, for owning a franchise business? Yeah, when you go to train with any particular franchise, they will provide you with a system manual, an operating manual, and you will spend one to two days at their corporate offices where they will walk you through how to run and operate your business. And if you run it that way, your chances of succeeding are great, depending on the business. All differences, all businesses operate differently. But I sometimes work with clients that you know, have a big ego and go, no, 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 I know how to run a business. And I always go, kindly, sir, maybe franchising is not right for you. Maybe you should open up your own business. The smartest thing to do, for, I'll give you an example. The most successful franchise owners in America are military veterans. They know, you know why? Follow, they know how to follow others. <laughs> they are. They have a hard work ethic, and they yeah. have been taught: if you don't follow a system, your life is in jeopardy. Right. Yeah, that's right. So when they are trained by that franchise company, they go back to their market and they follow that system. So. That's good. So uh, finally, uh, where can we find you? I uh, Your website, uh, .com. Uh Are you on any social media? I am. You can, if you go on that website, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on uh, Facebook. LinkedIn is a big profile. Um, Forbes Coaches Council. I'm there. You can. I'm an open book. If you go to my website that you just mentioned, my biography is in that website. There's a lot of good information about franchising in general on my website and all my contact information, not just my email address, my direct phone number. So I'm easy to find, Bola. Awesome. <laughs> in one minute or so, I always want my guest to motivate my audience, my listeners, um, there are many people that have been considering, can I be successful as a franchise owner? What do you have to say to them, Eddie, to motivate yeah. to take that step? My biggest mentor in my business life once told me after I had a great idea for a new business and I kept talking and talking and talking and talking, and he didn't say a word. When I was done, I went, so Norman, what, what do you advise? He goes, I'm going to give you my most important advice. At that time, Norman was about 70 years old. He goes, the person down the hallway from the office that you are in that works harder than you will always beat you. And the person down the hallway, if they believe in themselves more than you believe in yourself, they'll also beat you. So my most important advice to your guest is believe in yourself and work hard. Thank you very much, Eddie. It's been awesome. Thank you for coming on our show. My listeners, they are going to find this very, very, very beneficial. Thank you for your wealth of experience. Bola, thank you. It was my pleasure. I really enjoyed our conversation. I wish you and all of your guests only the best of luck. You too. Thank you. Okay. Bye.